I got pregnant again. <laughs> yeah. So, and my, um, my second was born November 11th. So right in the middle of Q4. <laughs> oh, great. So we had a slowdown in 2018, <laughs> to say the least. Um, Welcome to the e-commerce momentum podcast, where we focus on the people, the products and the process of e-commerce selling today. Here's your host, Steven Peterson. Hey, uh, excited as uh, this year comes to an end to bring this interview to you. Very strong. And I, I really think that, I mean, this changed our business. It's interesting. Uh, we've used, we're using some of uh, the advice this guest brings for our business. And that might sound funny to you, but it's just so well thought out. There's some really key takeaways that, you know, you got to force yourself to step back, admit you don't know it all, and be willing to listen to others. Um, the network that this group of people have is not unintentional. It takes so much work to be a part of it because you must contribute to benefit. And uh, there's a real lesson there, and it's worth listening to maybe once or twice. Um, my wife and I <laughs> have listened to it uh, again just to, to reinforce what we're doing. We know it was the right thing to do, but you know the way they approached it, I think it's just so healthy. Anyway, uh, one more thing that I think you can do, because um, I'm blown away with the Seller Tribe um, the number of people um, that surpassed a million dollars in sales this year on Amazon. Now, you know, I understand that's not margin and blah, 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 blah. I know people can lose money. I'm, I'm aware of all those things. But that milestone, that goal that they set um, and then they attained it is incredible. Um, once you hit that level, now you can work on your business and you can really fine-tune your margin. So, it's just encouraging to see so many. That just doesn't happen by accident. That takes somebody like a, 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 a incredible Gay Lisby and Gary Ray who have um, who invest in people. Um, yes, they get paid. Yes, no hiding it. However, the investment into people, you see it, and and I suggest you go check it out. Amazingfreedom.com forward slash momentum dash arbitrage. That'll take you through my link. And yes, they pay me, so you can go around it if you choose to. Um, but it's mind-blowing. If you're looking to alter your life, I think these two things can take and make a drastic change in your world. One, listen to the advice of my guest today, okay? Reach out to me because we're, we're in the same path, and so we can, we can do it together. If you want an accountability partner, reach out to me. I'll, I'll talk with you anytime. But second, you know, check out this group, this Amazing Freedom um, Seller Tribe, and you would be blown away the strength of the group, the strength of the members, um, and what they can do for you. So, amazingfreedom.com forward momentum dash arbitrage, forward slash momentum dash arbitrage. Check it out. 14-day free trial. Cost you nothing if you drop and you don't find it for you. But listen to the advice of my guest today. The network is your net worth. The network you develop develop people you can trust, right? Get that group of people you can trust and then utilize them and helping you move forward. I can't wait for 2020. I hope you can't either. Um, reach out to me, of course, at any time if I can help you in any way. Welcome back to the e-commerce momentum podcast. This is episode 420, Kate Rulo. 
Um, man, we probably spent 20 or 30 minutes after the call talking um, because, like she said, you know, you get around somebody who you have something in common with, you can sit there and talk about this business all day long. And it's so funny to hear how, you know, their business is similar to ours and, you know, some of the challenges or the good things, you know, and you learn something from every single person. That's what I'm so fortunate that I get a chance to do this. Um, I love the story. Again, uh, get advice, right? Don't just... Uh, don't just ask people on the internet, oh, what do you think? No, no, no. Get advice from people you trust. Maybe that's the way to qualify it. And how do you get that trust? You give the trust. You build those relationships. And you'll, she's going to talk about how it took time, you know, to find that and then and to get with people and spend some money and some effort. And then you're going to save money. And how much money is enough? Well, as she says, it's individual to you. And your situation could be a lot different than hers. Um, and so, therefore, she's not the right person to give you advice a financial planner that they met with. How smart is that? Young couple, smart enough to do that. As a dad, I'm proud of her. Um, get health insurance and get the right health insurance for the needs that you have. And that comes with trade-offs, but you can manage around that. We used to call it mitigating risk in my corporate life, right? I was the CFO and we'd be mitigating risk. Um, and so you can do that. And then she was able to help bring her husband home. Together, they were able to bring him home to help work on their business and man, there's nothing but optimism in their future because they together are doing it. So it's a great podcast, great episode of what you can do when you're willing to do the work. But let me just warn you, she said she's never worked harder in her life. Let's get into the podcast. All right, welcome back to the e-commerce momentum podcast. Excited about today's guest, uh, a recommendation from someone. And again, if you if you know somebody who you would like me to talk with, um, I what interests me is that that person took the time, took the effort to reach out to me and and make their case on why I should talk to somebody. That says something. That says somebody touched them in a way that they think they can touch others. And that's what I'm really excited about. Welcome, Kate Rulo. Welcome, Kate. Hi, thank you. Well, thank you for coming on. I mean, it, does that, I mean, it sounds corny, but does that warm your heart a little bit? No, it was nice. It was nice that someone thought of me to do that. It's like getting noticed a little bit. You know, I'm sure, I don't mind, I shouldn't say I'm sure. The way I am, I'm thinking, eh, what I do is nothing special. I mean, this is what I do every single day. We buy stuff, we sell stuff, we open boxes, we unload boxes, whatever, or I talk, right? But outside of it, it's nothing big deal to me. Are you the same way? Uh, I mean, yeah, it's my job. <laughs> it's what It's what we do to, you know, keep our family good <laughs> but you had an effect yeah no I'm and and I and I know the person that that recommended and she doesn't realize what an effect she's had on yeah. me yeah well. isn't that cool I mean yeah. just how cool was that I mean I hope that and I the person I, I don't want to give away who it was but I remember uh you know like the way I, I met her and her husband, and the way she looked in his eyes, and vice versa. I mean, it's just oh, it gives me the chills. As yeah. as a dad who has kids that are married, I want my boys' wives to look at them, and vice versa, the same way. So yeah. it is pretty corny. It's corny, but it's cool. So, all right, you sell on Amazon. Is that true? I sell on Amazon, and I also sell on eBay. Okay, all right. So, which one did you start with? We started with eBay, which I think is what. 
a lot of people start with. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. at least back in the day, they yes. did. Maybe today, because of YouTube and some other people, they go jumps right to Amazon because it's so easy and all they have to do is just buy anything. And I've seen the pictures on YouTube and they just buy anything. They send it to Amazon. It's easy. Make millions, right, in a day. <laughs> That, that's what they want you to think. Yes. I don't think that happened. That doesn't happen in Carlisle, Pennsylvania. How about where you live? No. Yeah. It's it's a, it's probably the most work I've ever done with any job that I've ever had, which I don't think, I think a lot of people skip over that part. Yeah. It's interesting you say that. It is a lot of work. And, and just when you figure it out, it changes. And it's changing daily. Yep. Hmm. Okay, you started on eBay. Um, what, what was your plan starting on eBay? What did you think it would do for you? Um, you know what? We started. I started as a hobby. I was still working full time. Um, I kind of would sell a few things here and there, and then I started going to yard sales, and I started saying, "Hey, I can kind of make some money doing this." Um, and I continued, and getting my husband interested in it was kind of where we started switching over to saying, hey, we can actually make some good money with this. How did you make that? Because I think that's important. How did you get him interested? I mean, I, and not knowing your husband, not knowing what he's into. If he, Let's just make it, make it up and say he's into hunting. And he's buying all kinds of cool hunting stuff. And then you're like, hey, you know, I know you bought the newest version of that, but here's your old version's worth this. I mean, so can you walk us through how you kind of sold him on that plan? It was switch hunting to video games. <laughs> he is a massive video game collector. Um, and when he saw what he could get, and he actually, it, it ramped up when he started going to yard sales. Um, and he saw what he could get and basically get his collection for almost next to nothing, sell whatever extra he had and actually get some good money. So that's a that's a real powerful point. So he has uh, he he probably bought from eBay or places like that himself, paying premiums or GameStop or wherever, paying premiums, and then all of a sudden he got into the used market and said, "Oh my gosh, I could save a bunch of money, but then also sell the excess." Was he? And I see this from a lot of, um, and I maybe as a collector myself, I think about this. Um, I collect these stupid little tin rings, and I'm always looking for a better quality one. So for was he similar where he could buy that other one and replace the one he had with a better yep. version? Yep. And then yeah. sell off. He's a completist, so yes. Wow. Yes. <laughs> so what does that mean? Like he's trying to get all the N64, I'm making that up, but the N64 line, he wants them nope. all... Yeah, no, you're no, but not only the N6, he wants almost every system that they have. <laughs> and does he want them in the box sealed? Is that the ultimate goal? Um, at least in the box. Okay, all right. Yeah. So, so he has open ones that he's eventually buying the boxes or looking because he's a he's the prime candidate. We sell boxes from SNES games. That's one that I always think of. Well, we don't have the game, but we have the box. And oh yeah. So we'll sell the box sometimes. That kind of thing. Okay. Yeah. No. Yep. Exactly. That's that's the goal. Hmm. All right. So he, you got him interested by showing him the way. He starts selling. Were you selling together on the same account? Was it a different account? Oh, I, I mostly do the selling. Okay. He likes to buy. Um, so he got he got so interested that we'd go to the yard sales. And this was, this was pre-children. <laughs> and he'd spend all day. Saturday would be like yard sale day. He'd go out at, you know, 6 in the morning and want to go out till 4 o'clock at night. And I was like, all right, well, slow it down. <laughs> yeah, pull it back about 15%. Yeah. So did that, because that could change this from fun to a job for you. You already had a job. 
yes, we both had full-time jobs. So I was like, all right, I cannot keep up with this. <laughs> like, mm. um, and, so, and was the money that he was making going back into his video game obsession? <laughs> um, mostly. Okay. I mean, he really does not spend a lot of money. I mean, we were getting some, some good deals. So it wasn't, I mean, his whole, he, he is a math. I can't even explain to you the, the collection he has. It's a massive collection. Um, but I mean, he has literally spent not a lot of money at all. And he created on any this. Of okay. Yeah. All right. So um, the extra money was going to do what for you guys? I mean, was you it? Know, it was fun planned? money. Oh. We were, again, pre-children. pre-children. We were, you had fun then. Yeah. Well, that's when it used to have fun. <laughs> <laughs> we were going on vacation like two or three, four times a year. Like, you know, it was fun. This was, tw- um, was this late twenties, I think for us, oh, maybe man. early thirties. So it was just like, it was a lot of fun and, you know, we had extra money and, you know, responsibilities were slightly less back then. So you're like, Hey, let's go and really enjoy life Yeah, because really- as you, it does end for a while anyway, right? <laughs> it changes. <laughs> it changes. Actually this Saturday, I should say this, I'm going to see my middle granddaughter in a ballet thing. And if you ever watch three-year-olds do ballet, you know, it's kind of like soccer, right? They chase the ball all together, but it'll be special, right? It's the cute factor, yeah. It, it is. And it'll be, that's my fun now. So for me, so it does happen yeah, again. Yeah. <laughs> um, all right. So, so you get selling and at that point you're working full-time, still pre-kids. When did you decide that perhaps you could make well, I mean, was it you going full-time into eBay or, you know, part-time with the kids or Amazon come first? Which one came first? So what happened actually was Amazon Amazon came right before my first. Um, my husband bought a storage locker. Um, that was a, it was a big collector, video games, electronics, books. And I didn't know what to do with those books. Um, I was selling on eBay that really wasn't the platform for it. And I had heard, I was in a couple Facebook groups and I heard them talking about Amazon FBA and I really didn't know what it was. So I started researching, signed up, sent in a shipment of books <laughs> and they were horrible books. I mean, the ranks were crazy, but I didn't know. You don't know any better. You, yeah, you didn't know. Um, and I started getting some sales and I was like, oh, well, this is interesting. Um, and that was 2015 and of July of that year, I had my first child. Um, so it was, it was a slow going year, <laughs> but you know, it was, it was interesting that we could do that. Now, um, let me ask you is this. Wait, so did you leave your job or were you on leave from your job? I left. I decided oh, okay. it was going to be a stay, stay at home mom. Okay. I was, I wasn't going back. I was going to sell on eBay. And actually, 2015 was a great year for eBay. We had great sales. <laughs> so I mean, let me ask this, because this is important, I think, for young families especially. Did you feel like, and maybe it's different today, and I think it could be different today. Did you feel like you had an obligation? I mean, you know, those of us who have raised kids would understand that your obligation to raise those kids. That's a lot of work. I mean, that's more obligation than at least me, Steve, did with my kids. As a mom, you you have so much more responsibility um, in, in my household. And again, I don't mean to judge anybody who's different about that. But to think that you have to make money too, was that a mental thing for you? Was that agreed upon or expected? Or Do you get where I'm going with that? Um, 
Yeah, it was, it was definitely, I couldn't not make money. Okay. Like, I, I, that's, I wouldn't. But you're saying that about you. That's your nature. Okay. No, I couldn't not, I could, I'm not just one, I'm not going to, not, and same thing you're saying, uh, stay at home mom job is, is, it's, you do more than you can ever believe, but I couldn't not bring in some money. Like I couldn't not work. So that wasn't even like in my mindset. So was eBay enough to scratch that itch for you? Especially like you said, 2015 was a good year. Yeah, that was actually our best year on eBay since. <laughs> hmm. um, yeah, no, it was it was paying, you know, I'd pay, I think I paid the phone bill. I paid, I was paying certain bills, covering it on eBay. And okay. that's like, that's what I wanted to do. I couldn't, you know, I wasn't going to let my husband just pay all the bills. Like, I, I needed to do it. Just me. Like. Okay. And, and I, you know, I appreciate that, uh, especially today where, and I see this with my, my older son, He's so much more involved with his kids than I was with my kids. And, you know, it, it is what it's a way different time, but it, it's yeah. very cool to see. Um, I, you know, and I, I regret not being there for all that stuff. So um, and in a corporate, you know, you sell your soul a little bit. Um, do, do you think before we go into how you got an Amazon, do you think it's too late for moms to do that, knowing what you know today? Where they can just take eBay. Let's just use eBay and then Amazon. But do you think it's too late? Um, and if not, is it an expectation? And I don't want to lead you down the answer. I just want to make sure that people understand. Um, no, it's definitely not too late. Um, I, it, it depends on your mindset. Uh, you know, there's different people in this world and how they live and, you know, how, <laughs> how they grow up and... Um, it's definitely not too late. They have to want to do it. I think that's the issue. I don't think everybody wants, you know, I think they're happy with what, where they are. <laughs> okay. All right. So, I, do, I was just yeah. hoping that somebody would, would sit back and, you know, you know, optimistically, that if they have that hunger, if they had that same feeling that you said you had, where you were like, of course I'm going to make money, Steve. Of yeah. course. Yeah, no, they absolutely. But they, I mean, if yeah. they have that. Is that enough to get them to have success? Do you think? Yes. Okay. okay. As long as their their expectations are crazy high, I mean, you have to know your means and know what you can do, and don't get scared off because you're not all of a sudden selling a certain amount. Yeah, I, I get and those I all that, the time. Yeah, hey, it happens a lot. You're like, I'm not, I'm failing at this, but. Katie, I need to make uh, I need to make a hundred thousand dollars, Kate, by yeah. Friday. Is it's it possible? Work, yeah, no, <laughs> no. <laughs> you no. gotta hit the lottery, maybe, but no, <laughs> and then you're still not gonna get all of it. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly right. Yeah. Okay, I just don't want to lead you there. Somebody said one time, "You're leading them into an answer." No, I'm not. I just, I know I can hear it. If you're cut from that same cloth as Kate is, uh, you have that drive, is what she's saying then yeah. you could be successful. You just might have to get trained by the right person or whatever it would be. But it's yeah. p- the potential's there today. Okay. It's there and it's fun. <laughs> well, is it more fun now? You know, it sounded like those Saturdays with your husband, you know, getting to become a drag. I'm sure that's not the way it works today. When did it become fun for you? Let me ask it that way. Oh, I've always loved it. Did you? Oh my goodness. I love the cha-ching. I like, I love it. I, there's like, it's like a, like a high that you reach. Like that just feel like I love it. I love selling stuff. I love working for myself. 
when I my love- when my cha-ching goes off, I still have them on because we sell so much on eBay still. My wife is always like, what was it? Yeah. Because <laughs> no, she knows, that she looks right over at me. We make eye contact. What was it? <laughs> yeah, no, we both, both me and my husband have it on our phone. So we, it both goes off. So it's like a double. <laughs> We have two, I call them boys that work for us, uh, young guys, um, and they put it on their phone. So they, they'll message me, did you see this? They have so much enthusiasm, um, stuff that I used to have maybe 10 years ago, but they haven't. Okay. But it's funny because I do get more excited sometimes when something on eBay sells. I mean, like, like I said, eBay is our, you know, we're probably 90% Amazon and 10% eBay at this point, mm-hmm. but I still get a thrill <laughs> from it. It's funny. Yeah. Um, Amazon has a cha-ching, their own, but it's only for Merchant Fulfill. Which I don't, too. Yep. Would, and I, I put it on, and it's like, eh, let me go see. And to me, this is awful to say this, it's more of a hassle because it's like a book or a CD or a DVD, stuff yep. that I haven't sold in a billion years, but I pulled them off FBA because of storage and stuff. Yeah. But, but we still have them, you know? So it's like, eh, it's a book. I'm going to make, you know, $4. It's not, yeah. <laughs> it's not a... Uh, it's not worth the time. A backpack yeah. that's, you know, 90 Okay. All right. So Amazon comes along. You got to get rid of these books. You start yep. having a little success. At what point in your full-time mom, full-time <laughs> eBay slash Amazon business, did you recognize that Amazon's potential because of FBA was way bigger than eBay? Um, we saw it pretty early. Um, so 2015, under 2015, I had a young baby. Um and I think I was just looking back at my numbers. In December of that year, on Amazon, we sold a hundred units. Whoa! <laughs> which is nothing, you know. Which is a like- hey, hundred units is a lot. If you're selling pencils, it's not very much. But if you're selling uh, Nike shoes, it could be a lot. Yeah, but so back then, you know, who knows what it was? But but um, I think we had kind of started RA at that point. So we could see the potential. So we started kind of going out shopping more. Um, the sales started coming. But again, 2016 was a slower year because I had, you know, my first baby and, you know, you're adjusting to all that. Um, so we saw potential, but, you know, still really weren't doing it full time or anything. Um, what was your husband's role at that point? Um. He's still, I mean, we'd be going to yard sales. He really didn't do much of the RA. I was still getting, you know, it's a big learning curve. Mm. Um, you know, figuring out, I didn't, I hadn't, I didn't know about Keepa at that point. I didn't know about, you know, sales history. I didn't know anything yet. Um, I joined, or actually I had been part of a Facebook group and that actually kind of started off. I think the next Q4, they did a contest kind of a up your sales. And I think I was, I was hoping to get about 300, um, $300 a day in sales like that. I was going to be excited about. Um, so I joined the contest and I met all these people. Um, and that kind of really got us going. So it, I mean, there's a pro tip right there. So to elevate your game, you surround yourself with other strong people. Key. Um, yes. a key. Okay. So that's a key. Uh, I couldn't, point. I couldn't recommend that more. Um, did, are you competitive? It sounds like it. I do like to win. <laughs> okay. Yeah. So there, there's the it other fuel. Be a bad thing actually. Cause yeah. But. but there's the other fuel though, right? Is that 
How about this? When you saw these other people and you rec- you met them and they're very nice, I'm sure they're very nice in that. But do you, re- do you are you able to sit back and say, well, no, he's just special. He's an outlier. Or are you re- are you able to say, well, you know, he's great, but I could do that too. Um, it, it depends. I, I think I've learned to do that. Okay. I think there's a lot of comparison at first, but you don't know their background. You don't know they're at true numbers, anything like that. Um, so that I had to learn. I had to learn to be, you know, not take it for what it is. Um, and just, Hey, they're doing a million in sales. And I'm like, Oh, you know, <laughs> Yeah, I have some great private label products sitting on my product that we sold, we stocked out, we lost money on. <laughs> and it's like, so you got to be very cautious about that, right? You never know yeah. when somebody shows you a number what the real number is. Yeah, so it, it kind of go, well, why can't I do that? And, you know, but, you know, we I don't know what their situation is. So okay. that, that was a learning process for me. And I, I still do that. I still have trouble with that. But. So that group... Um, are you still connected with that group? So that group actually led me to going to ASD mm. in March um, of 2017. And after that, I, you know, I met, I got to meet these people face to face for the first time, um, you know, and had a really good time. And that is kind of where I, you know, formed bonds with people that I still have today. Was that... Like a, I mean, because if you you can get overwhelmed, depending on what you do at uh, ASD, right? You can go to the uh, conference, Prosper Conference. You can go to the trade show. Um, now it's probably only four buildings now, but it was still it's beyond massive. Yes. And you can go to all these meetups and parties, and I think one night we hit nine parties or some crazy yeah. thing, right? I mean, there's just all that. But it's not like you're sitting there drinking and oh, tell me about the kids. No, you're sitting there talking about deals. I mean, it's just crazy. Yeah. At least my experience. Um, is that? Was that fuel for you or did, was that reassurance for you that I'm on to something and I can do this at that next level? It was fuel. Um, you come back from those things after being, cause I mean, this is a, it's kind of a lonely business cause you're not, you're not going to work every day. Um, so being with like-minded people and who actually want to talk about what you're interested in, because <laughs> <laughs> there's not a lot of people that want to talk about it if they're not in it. Um, it just, it kind of lights a fire. So it was like, let's go. We got back and it, I was, I had gone by myself that year. Actually, my husband didn't come and I was like, let's do this. And what, what happened to your business then? Um, so that was 2017. I mean, did you uh, get a spike? We, well, we definitely got a spike. Um, I think so from 2016 to 2017, um, we did a hundred thousand over what we had done the previous year. So you leveled up. Yeah, we leveled up. Um, and I was, what was it? 2018. I was raring to go. Um, and then 2018, I got pregnant again. <laughs> yeah. So, and my, um, my second was born November 11th. So right in the middle of Q4. <laughs> oh, great. So we had a slowdown in 2018, <laughs> to say the least. Um, but but at early on in 2019, me and my husband started talking about him coming home. And what was the what was the you know I mean, you know, as a dad, 
you know, especially looking back, you know, for me, it was a corporate thing because my wife was stayed home for the first, you know, few years of my, uh, my kids. So it was different back then. Times were different. And, you know, today there's like, you know, it's funny. I never thought about this, but we never saw the pictures, you know, like Facebook and all that junk. So you never saw what your kids were doing. Like you couldn't, now you can see it. And I imagine he's sitting in his office, wherever he's at saying, oh my gosh, I'm missing that. I, I want that. I mean, is that kind of how it goes? Yeah. I mean, you always kind of, I think you felt left out of a lot of stuff that was going on or, you know, like walking and talking for the first time. Um, Yeah. No, I think he did. Does that go against what he was raised to do, though, like with his family? I mean, and it's in a criticism. This is just what I was raised to do was like, you get a job, you go to work, you're the breadwinner and you work until you retire and then you come home and die quickly. And, you know, that's it. You know, hope to make some of the grandkids. But that's the way we were raised. I mean, it was his was his guidance that way where he's supposed to work a regular job. Um, yeah, it was, it was interesting telling, um, a few people, family members that he was going to quit his job of 15 years to come home and do this. So yes. Sell ashtrays on eBay. What are you doing? Yeah. So no, there's, yeah, there's still a little bit of that. Um, we had some very supportive people. Um, I think mostly, I think, the nervousness came from, you know, we have two young kids, insurance, leaving a a steady paying job. Um, But all in all, it, you know, it was, it worked out really well. Well, let's, how do you push past that? So, so you guys go to, you get to a point, your sales hit a certain number, obviously you're making enough money, right? Yeah, enough to cover, yep. Right, enough to cover, you figured it out, you did a budget, I assume, you guys probably worked together and got to the meat of what you need to do. And then you were able to, was it your idea to say it to him? Was it his idea? Did you have it the same time? Um, it was always something like, you know, that would be awesome. That would be really good if you came home. Um, I, you know, he didn't want to be at his job anymore. Um, just the politics of where he was, it, it just, it wasn't working. He wasn't as happy as, you know, maybe he had once been. Um, and, and he sees all, you being happy. <laughs> yeah. But he also saw, you know, the benefit of this, of, you know, we would do what we could sell in one day could be like what he would make in a week. Oh. So it was, we saw, we saw it as that, like this, it's maybe hurting us for you not to come home. Yeah. I've heard that before. Sometimes it's too expensive to go to work, Steve. You should do your own bit. Right. That phrase, right. I mean, it, yeah. you lose money, but, um, is his skill sets different than yours, and do they work well in the business in places that maybe you weren't so strong? Absolutely, he is like such a people person, mm. um, and he's actually a really good salesperson, um, which I kind of shy away from that. Um, so yeah, no, so far so good. We're we're still kind of in a learning process. So he's only been home since October. Okay, so um, it's very recent. We planned it. So we knew maybe in January or February of this year that he was going to come home. And we spent that time, you know, talking to people who had already done it, um, talking to people that, you know, just getting advice from people that really know their stuff. Um, We put money aside. We were, you know, we had to get our own health insurance. Um, You know, we, we are 
we knew that it was going to be, if something happened, you know, we had money. So we weren't, you know, we had to be very careful because of the kids. So can we, can we break those down? Because I think Mm -hmm. I'm I'm actually writing the title for this episode. It's like, get advice, save money, get health insurance to bring my husband home. I mean, it's just, (laughs) it's so, it's so powerful um, because I just know so many people are unhappy with their, unfortunately their life because they feel like they work for a company for so long and then all of a sudden the company gets sold or whatever and boom they're gone and all the goodwill they built up is gone or technology i mean whatever you know um or back to the example they're sitting there watching you play with the kids at home and they're like i want to be part of that right so i want i'd like to go through each one of these so get advice so this network that you built up over time, you put the time in, you spent the money to go to Vegas, you hung out, had to yeah. drink all those awful drinks yeah. at night, you know, yeah. But <laughs> all those relationships over time, I'm assuming some of those people were some of the advice uh, or gave you some of the advice that you got, right? Absolutely. Yep. Um, yeah. One one couple in particular had done it. Um, he had come home in January of uh, 2019. Um, and she kept saying to me, I wish we had done it sooner. I wish I'd done it sooner. And I was like, okay. So I had, and I knew, you know, I knew where they had gone and then number wise where they are at. Um, Oh, that's important. So you were able, you're that deep of a relationship where you could share that information. Yes. Yeah. And it was just like, okay. Um, You know, just it's there. I mean, they're like my support system. So it's a Um, milestone. So they help you establish the milestones. Like oh, yeah. this number and we can do it. So hmm. did you have to go back to them and say, hey, I'm I'm struggling because, you know, we hit that number and we're not making X or anything like that or look for, you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, no, I mean, okay. it's again, it's everybody has their different situations. So, you know, it, where they live, where they, you know, everything is different. Um, we're in the East Coast and I mean, stuff is just crazy expensive up here. So our numbers have to be like. I mean, it's so funny to talk to somebody that's, you know, in the middle of the country or in the South and you tell them how much you pay for your mortgage and they go, what? <laughs> what are you talking about? All right. So you affect those those formulas with uh, perspective on where, you know, that, that kind of thing. That's really important. Oh, yeah. No, absolutely. I mean, there's different living costs everywhere. But um, how, how do you handle the money side then? All right. So we got the uh, get the advice. And so, again, those you just can't write out to somebody, hey, without establishing a relationship. So, you know, those relationships were established a year or two years prior to this to be able to get the trust, to be able to get real good, honest advice. So now we move forward to financial. How, how did you, how did that go? How did you plan for that? Um, we actually, we met with someone. Um, yeah, we, cause I mean, we, we already have, um, you know, IRAs, we have savings, we have everything. I mean, we have a house, we have the, you know, the kids, um, education, everything. Um, every, everything that comes into this house money wise is budgeted. Money is put aside for everything. I mean, I've been doing that from the beginning. Do you have a special program you use like a YNAB or a Dave Ramsey thing or anything like that? Uh, we don't, my husband is, he's so good with money. Um, Yeah, we don't we don't carry debt um, except for the mortgage. Um, you know, we made sure all that stuff was done prior to him coming home. 
And those small trade-offs, not having the newest car or the newest phone financed, right? Because people do that now. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. Those are very small trade-offs. I think my to- husband was driving like a 1996, you know, horrible car for years. Like, yeah, we didn't we didn't do anything that was crazy expensive. Um, Let me ask this question because I think this is – you're a lot younger than I am and you're dealing with this. At the, my age, you know, people just think I'm old and crazy. Mm-hmm. At your age, though, people are looking down their nose at you. What, you're driving that or you have to get your car repaired? Like people look at you like, wait, you actually have to get a car repair done? Yeah. How do you, well, how do you manage that? You don't let it bother you. I mean, I mean, there's a goal. We have a goal in mind. So, you know, if it fits in our goal, great. But, I mean – it, it, do you it really have to explain matter. it or you just don't care? I don't care. You know, Good for it's, you. Yeah, it's... Good for you. They're going to have an opinion about you no matter what. Um, I mean, I, I actually haven't really run into that. Okay. So, That's I good. mean, That's who knows? Healthy. Maybe behind my back, I have no idea. But. All right. So, you set this, you met with somebody. And what was yeah. their guidance? Um. You know, they basically just said, have all your stuff in order. Um, basically, what, six months is what you're looking for for finances. So six um, months of living expenses. Living expensive. Mm-hmm. Yeah, expenses. And then um, health insurance and just, you know, I think that was basically all we did. It's the will to want to do it, and that's. Now, is that six months investable in inventory, or is that really six months that's non-touchable until the the bad stuff hits the fan? Yeah, no, that's separate. Okay. I mean, okay. we don't we don't use the money that we buy inventory with that. No. Okay, but that delays the satisfaction, Kate. I mean, that makes you have to wait that much longer. That's not easy, is it? I I, I mean, it it is better though. <laughs> yeah, right, right. It makes it more um, more worthwhile but did it also help to have those little milestones like established like goals yeah it was it was goals i mean our our main reason for doing that was we wanted him to start at the beginning of q4 we wanted to set ourselves up for success knowing that q4 was going to be i mean as it usually is the best you know you can make what half your sales in that last three months Mm -hmm. so we purposely did that um, so we would be successful with this. I always ask this because, you know, I think about before I announced my retirement from my company and I retired a little early, um, they had no clue that I was leaving, but they would, you know, dump on me, whatever. And I was a CFO. And so they want, you know, this and that, and I'd be making, I'm thinking to myself, I'm making these decisions, but I won't be around to live with them, you know? And so it's kind of a weird place you get to in your mind, you know, Mm -hmm. was he in that same place with his job that he did his attitude change all of a sudden on the job? Oh yeah. He, I mean, it'd been that way for a while because he, he knew he was going to do it. Um, and they were shocked. Oh, they were shocked that he did it. But, um, yeah, he was just his, like once he gave his notice and he gave them, I think he gave them a month. You're right. Um, yeah, he was done. <laughs> so he was just like, oh, oh, well, and he was the boss. So, yeah, that's uh, it's very yeah. odd for people to you know it's a very weird thing to do. I always I always like those where they uh, give those crazy uh, resignations and they you know people do it on YouTube. You can actually see these crazy performances they do to do it. You know, I'm I'm a nervous guy. I'm just you know a little shy like that too. So, 
Um, no, he um, he purposely like he left on really good terms. That's awesome. Um, and with the hey, if this doesn't work, do I have a job? <laughs> yeah. So it was. Exactly. Can you talk about health insurance? Because I'd see that being such a barrier for so many people um, today. Um, I mean, we we basically, we didn't go really crazy with health insurance. Um, we, And if, honestly, if we didn't have kids, we would have gone really less. Um, we basically just got them covered. Okay, so you got bear coverage, like catastrophic coverage, uh, right? No, we went no, we went above that. I think okay. we went with like the second level. Um, I mean, my we spent my first two years with the kids. We spent a lot of time um, in the hospital for various sicknesses. So knowing our history, <laughs> I um, you know we couldn't go bare minimum. But um, so uh, um, uh, I don't want to get too personal. So can you give us uh, a family of four around about figure? And I guess it is state dependent. And then if you supplement it, like, like what you're describing, if you're in the middle plan, you probably have deductibles and stuff like that. How do you manage oh, that? I mean, is that, um, it's, yeah, it's a monthly bill. Um, yeah, we're, we're higher than a thousand a month. Okay. Okay. Um, I, I, when we looked at it for us, it was around fifteen hundred for us, and I, yeah. we have a family of three, um, and we're a little bit older, um, and so, uh, so you obviously budget that. Um, are you also budgeting? Because this again, I think is something that can help somebody figure this out. If you do a deductible, right, you can put that money aside in certain mm-hmm. ways, and if you're disciplined in it, you can get that that safety coverage very, very quickly. Correct? Yes. Yep. Okay. Yeah. We. Okay. Um, yeah, and I will say we also did um, life insurance and... Oh, that's important. Yeah, we did a few other things. Um, we did skip dental. <laughs> did that come from the uh, financial person that you met with, that advice with the life insurance? Yeah. Okay. I mean, and I, I know a lot of times it's just a sale, um, but it was important to us to yeah, have You sleep it. better at night. Yeah. You know, I always think about... You know, my wife's always like, what do I do with that warehouse if something happens to you? I'm like, well... You're gonna get, you're gonna be wealthy, so hire somebody <laughs> to handle it. You don't have to worry about it. pay somebody to get rid of it. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so so we get the money. Well, no, let's go back to the the. This is the this is really good advice. We go back to this. Develop relationships, real relationships, and they don't happen by just sending somebody a Facebook message. This is stuff you have to put time and effort in, and you have to give to the relationship over time. Um, build those relationships, find people you can trust that you can talk about this business, and then seek advice from those who have successfully done what you're looking to do. Yep. Then the next thing is, uh, I think your advice meeting with a financial planner is so smart um, to get outside influence because they aren't going to be the rosy one that thinks that all the inventory you buy is going to sell, right, Kate? I mean, that, <laughs> there's a little bit of rosiness in our attitude when we buy, um, and it doesn't always work. No. <laughs> yeah, right. So getting that unbiased view is going to also keep you in check. And I think the health insurance thing is a good a good thing, a good barometer for somebody to um, to be able to manage their way through. Yeah. All right. The other thing I, I like also that, you know, he didn't burn a bridge. He did it the right way, the way he would want to be treated. I think that's all powerful. Okay, so that sounds well and good. Now he's home, and now you guys have to see each other 24-7. Yeah. How's that go? I, we're, we're in adjustment still. Um, we are still, you know, organization is key. And like you said, finding our strengths. 
um, we're so busy right now (laughs) with this time of year that, um, you know, he still doesn't know how to do everything. Like I'm slowly showing him stuff. Um, that is one key thing I wish we had done prior. Um, Oh, it's training. Which more training, but we didn't have the time. Um, and so we're still working. He does a lot of sourcing. I do a lot of shipping. Um, we're still kind of figuring out the balance between work life and family life. Um, we're working out of our house. Um, so it's not like we're going to a warehouse or anything. So it's stuff sitting on your kitchen table from time to yeah. time, isn't it? <laughs> yep. <laughs> you got yep. It. Uh, so we're we're working on balance. You know, we want to spend as much time with the kids as possible. Um, I could work, you know, twelve or fourteen hours a day. Like, um, so and he's figuring out. You know, he's never been home with the kids, and that's an adjustment. You know, yeah. the kids nonstop. <laughs> Yeah, they don't turn it off. Yeah, there's no uh, mute me, button. So let me ask you this: um, income-wise, okay, don't don't get personal with this, but just, and maybe I'm thinking of ourselves too. You get to a place where you don't have enough sometimes, where you're thinking that you don't have enough, and yet you do. You set this goal, and you meet the goal, and you're like, "Wow, I better go a little bit bigger. I better, I better, just in case they suspend my account, or just in case they, you know what I mean?" Mm-hmm. Do you guys get there too? Um, yeah, definitely. I mean, like I said, I, every, everything that comes in money gets put aside. Um, we are definitely, I mean, the amount of money that we are spending and we're getting, you know, we get the bills and we, it's a little nerve wracking. It's crazy Um, sometimes. Oh, it's crazy. It's crazy. And then like every time that you put, oh, you try to increase your credit cards, it's like, okay, well that's my next goal. (laughs) Like, can I get all our cars up to 50 grand or a hundred, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, so I guess we kind of judge it by that, but yeah, it's. Okay. Do you have any advice for people? So, you know, you, what you're describing is, is very doable today. Again, this is not easy though. Like uh, if you remember back in the beginning, Kate said she's working harder now than she ever did in all of what she did mm-hmm. ever. So uh, that's perspective. However, what is it for you? Well, I was going to ask an advice question, but what is it for you now looking at that, that hard work, all that hard work? What is it for you that gives you the smile where it's all worth it? Uh, being home, working for myself. Um, I always had trouble with working for someone else and, you know, their schedule, what they're, you know, what they want. Um, this is all for us. You know, if we want to just stop and, you know, spend the day as a family, <laughs> you know. And have you done that? I'm assuming yes. Yeah, we have. Um, you know, we've gone on more trips now. We've done, you know, just stuff that, you know, we would have had to put in time for, at, you know, all that stuff. Um, just being together, sitting down and eating dinner. Like that, it didn't happen that often. Um you know, just watching a Christmas movie, like anything like that. It's just all of that has been really good. Like my son, just two weeks ago, he was sick for about two weeks. And both of us were able to be home. And, you know, we were working from home and doing everything. One person is always there. So that that is our ultimate goal. So 
I know there are trade-offs, right? I mean, you know, you lost the corporate health insurance. You lost your corporate 401k matches and all the rest of that stuff. And, and, and maybe even you're, maybe financially it's not the same. Um, any chance that either one of you are going back to work? I will never work for someone. Ever. You're unemployable. I I will never, and I've said that for years now. I just I won't, um, and I I've never asked my husband that, but I feel he feels the same way. He's got a taste um, of it now. <laughs> and it's not even in our like we don't even think about that. It's there is no the, plan B. There, no, it's how can we improve what we're doing? Oh, so positive with this job. There's no like, oh, if this doesn't work out, it's nope, this is what we'll move from here to here. These are our goals for this. This is what we're going to try to do this year. There's no, oh, you know, this isn't going to work out. There's none of that. Hmm. When you, I don't know if new people come into your groups um, that you're in, you're now in the position to help them. Um, the way you were helped. Do you do you feel like it's competition coming in or do you feel like, hey, this person might have the chops to make it um, and and therefore will you give them the time of day and help them, that kind of thing? I would rather help them than have them do, you know, like I said, when we first started off, we didn't have a clue and I'm sure I was making mistakes. Um, so if I see that they are very interested and are willing to put the time in. Um, I have no problem helping them. Yeah. How about the one though? Um, hey, can you give me the short version of how to do this? Um, I got, I, you know, I need, I got other stuff to do, right? That's, yeah, no. that's challenging. I get those a lot and it's very challenging. I can't help you. I mean, I, I can't help you. I, I, you know, it took me, you know, 12 years to be at this level, right? And I'm yeah. not saying you should take you 12 years, but you've got to give some effort. No, you have to get your hands dirty. That's the best way. I mean, that's how I've always learned. You have to do it. Do you know how many times we have, you know, had bad buys or failed at something or lost so much money or our first uh, wholesale purchase, um, we lost huge and that was a learning experience. So I, I can't teach that. Hmm. Looking forward, you know, when you think about, I mean, I asked this question to somebody the other day, do you see a cap to your potential? And it's not an ego thing. I mean, other than money being the cap for most people, um, this cash-heavy business. But do you see a cap? Um, our only cap is time. Okay. I um, No. If we get to the point where, you know, we start hiring out people, I don't see a cap. I mean, I think this, this business just has all the opportunity in the world. I don't, it's, it's your knowledge and it's, you know, how far you're going to go and who you have to help you. There's no cap. I don't, I don't think there is. I, I think you're right. I mean, I think it, there's effort, right? You're capped by your effort, right? There are some people with limitations there, but uh, I think mentally it doesn't seem like there's, um, it does seem like this business is growing, I know it's more challenging, right? I, I assume it's a little more challenging this year than it was in 2015, correct? Yes. Yep. Okay. But, yeah. you know, if you knew now and you applied what you knew now in 2015, how much better would you have been then? Oh, yeah. Right? No, no. Yeah, it's just knowledge. It's just learning. And it's continual learning. Um, it's, yeah. And then it's deciding, I mean, my cap might be, you know, we're happy at a certain level and we don't have to. 
Like I, I, I don't need to be a massive seller. I just want to be happy and comfortable and, you know, have plenty of time with family and friends and be able to do something if we want to do it. I mean, I guess that would be my cap. Well, let me ask you this because that's interesting. It, it, have you been able to work on your business to work on that cap? Meaning that, you know, you hit a level, you're content with that, and now you're like, I don't want to push much longer. We want the weekends off or whatever. However, somebody mentioned you can uh, use box tea, for example, Scan Powers box tea to help prepare boxes, and it's faster and it's easier. I mean, have you been able to apply stuff like that into your business? I, I've definitely this year has been um, a year of cutting out unnecessary stuff and kind of using different tools to make it easier. Um, and I think that next year will be the same. Okay. And, uh, and how did you learn about those tools? I mean, everything, <laughs> most everything I learn is from, you know, my group of friends, different, I, different Facebook groups. Um, you speak to one person, I, you know, I've listened to a bunch of different, um, YouTube shows and they say one thing and you go, what? I didn't know that. And that right there can change something that you do. And I've had that happen so many times. And you're like, well, I didn't know about that. So again, we're back to putting in the time to learn and then applying it into your business. Very yep. powerful. Yep. <laughs> get advice, save money, get health insurance and bring no. your husband home. Yeah. <laughs> Love it. Yeah. My, um, my, absolute biggest recommendation is find a group that you are comfortable with um you know that you flow really well with and just it's it's endless the what they can bring to you it's just the networking and the people and be honest with them be you know you know transparent because and it's embarrassing sometimes because you're gonna not your sales aren't going to be as big as kate's and then you're going to be like yeah i'm not as big as you well that Kate wasn't that big that long ago, right? If yeah. you're honest with people and, you know, then you're going to, that's the type of relationship, right? Yeah, absolutely. Cause like I said, I struggled that with that a lot. Um, cause it, it, there, I have some close friends that, yeah, their sales are amazing and it's hard not to compare yourself, but, um, you know, it's the perspective. Yeah, yeah, and, and people are different, and I always say they're they're uh, they're much better leaders than I. They're you know they're people have different skills, and so you know that's their that's their thing. That's not my thing. Yeah, so I get it. Okay, so um, before I ask my last question, um, if somebody had a follow up question, would it be okay if I put your uh, Facebook contact out there? Yeah, sure. Okay, so I'll put that out there and um, have that ready. Um, okay, so, and I think you've heard me ask this question before, but I'm going to ask it anyway. What, you know, and I and I think you've seen this. I don't know if you've gotten to the point of stuck. Uh, maybe those books was an example of something you were stuck with. With eBay, you would have been like, oh my God, listing books on eBay, who, who does that? You know, so yeah. blah, blah, blah. So what are the options? And you push past stuck because you joined Amazon. You took a leap of faith. You tried this thing that somebody mentioned and Boom, you magically had some success. What's your advice for people who hit that point of stuck? Um, how to get past it? Um, I, I have to go back to just talking to people that have already either gone through it or doing it at that point. Um, and just keep trying different things. I mean, don't get stuck on one thing if it's not working. You know, somebody's already done that. Try, you know, talk to them. Try something new. Um, 
just education. I mean, that's... Oh, I love it. I think it's so sound. Those relationships, that information, it's all available, but you got to put the time in. I think if there's one takeaway for somebody to hear, Kate said this is the hardest she's ever worked. But boy, do you hear the happiness in her voice? And what now that her husband's home? Oh, you guys, there's no stopping you. Just thank you so much. I wish you nothing but success. Thank you. I'm so glad that somebody recommended that I talk with Kate. I mean, how can how inspiring is that? You know, again, you know, it sounds corny for me to say as a dad, but you want your kids to do better than you do. In the old days, that meant make more money or get a better job or whatever. That's not it anymore. I want my son to be a better dad than I was. I, I think I'm a pretty good dad. I think my boys would say that. But, man, I want him to be better. I want him to be a better husband. You know, he's already a wonderful son. I want him to... You know, that's what I want, you know, and so I would assume that's probably what you want. Um, and so I think this is an inspiring couple who is doing it and not caring what other people think. And man, I'm just telling you, how can you not be inspired by that? EcommerceMomentum.com, EcommerceMomentum.com. Take care. Thanks for listening to the E-Commerce Momentum Podcast. All the links mentioned today can be found at ecommercemomentum.com under this episode number. Please remember to subscribe and like us on iTunes.